2: Forever, dog.
3: Gridiron gang. Gridiron gang.
4: Gridiron gang. All right. Gridiron gang. So yeah, you guys don't. You you guys aren't big football watchers, are you? I actually like football. I don't
0: like any other sport. So I want to be very particular. That's the only sport I actually care about. I'm not
4: at all. Yeah, I don't know anything. Oh, that's right. Charles, <laughs> a Washington football team fan.
3: Whoa, whoa, bro! Apparently, we get a new name come February. So chill, bro. What do you mean chill? I just said the name of your team. Come on, bro! Nah, nah, nah I know how you said it. I know how old y'all be saying the Washington Football League. <laughs> Washington <laughs> Football
4: League. League. Well, James, you missed the very. Ex- it's been very exciting in the in the in the NFL world. I don't know if you saw any tweets.
0: What I love is going on Twitter and seeing I because what's great is when when games are going on, people will just tweet stuff, but like they won't always have the context.
4: Yeah, I'll just be so like, like, what?
0: Yeah, <laughs> like someone will tweet what exclamation point and I'll be like, all right, something happened in the game. And like I feel like I'm a part of it.
4: it's it's nice. I like it. I mean, obviously, this episode's coming out way after, but I think around the time that the Super Bowl is happening the thing that I love about sports is there's so many there's so many storylines you know what I mean like even if you if you're not familiar with sports you won't know them but it's more than just the actual game of who's gonna win who's gonna lose it's like there's this whole world that gets created of like Tom Brady uh, 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 versus Bill Belichick and you know you have the new like Patrick Mahomes and the new and Josh Allen it's like who's the best of these like new class quarterbacks and You know, there's a lot of, a lot of different storylines going on. It it literally is a soap opera.
0: (laughs) It's exciting to, to experience even peripherally. I'll say like, even when, like, I don't know, I don't, this is the farthest away from that I've ever been. So, like, I I don't have any idea what's happening <laughs> currently, but I will say, you know, even not watching the games when they're like, they're like, so-and-so did such-and-such. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, good for them. I'm like, good for them. You know, like, I feel, I, it feels good to sort of, to witness it, even from afar like this. I love
2: watching people change their minds. Like, people were going at Aaron Rodgers, you know, for being an anti-back for the whole time, but then once he started winning, they were like, look at him, he's still doing this. And then when he lost, it was like I read one. you like one article was like the fall of Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, first off, y'all like y'all the most wishy-washy people I've seen. And y'all were just hyping him up last week. Now I was like, oh no, it was Aaron Rodgers. How did we get here? I was like, stop, <laughs> stop. it would be so fake. Oh, does Tom Brady retire now? I was like,
4: because he lost. Yo, now he got to retire. The media is savage. <laughs> it is. I mean, it is ruthless, like, especially New York media, like being a team of New York fans, like they, they will rip people apart.
2: New York and Philly fans, like Philly fans, Yeah. Philly fans are so intense. They got that jail under the Eagles stadium. Like they, they play no
4: game. Wait, they have a jail? Yes, yes, yes. It's crazy. Under the stadium?
2: There's <laughs> a literal jail. I remember in high school, my friend, him and his dad were Cowboys fans. Um, they went to a Cowboys game in Philly yeah, and they were like, yo, they were getting like stuff thrown at them. People were cursing at them. So much so that there's like, yeah, so they had a jail and the jail has been there for a minute. So that means, you know, they reckless.
0: Wow. A
4: jail? (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Wait, do they put people in the jail? Yeah.
2: I sent y'all a link. It's crazy. I was watching some documentary on like Vice has a thing on, um, they had like a dark side of the ring and they did one for the NFL. They talked about like toxic fandom. Right. They talk about toxic fandom, but the example they use is Philadelphia and Philly versus Cowboys and like how crazy it gets in Philly. Right. So they talked about the jail and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, they throw fans in that jump.
4: Damn. I mean, it's, just, yeah, I mean, the freaking, the the rivalries are insane. You know what I mean? It's freaking Eagles and the Cowboys. I got to join a gridiron gang, you know, so I, I don't, I got <laughs> somebody to roll with. <laughs>
0: It was the way you genuinely said it that <laughs> he meant it. You know he meant it. I got. Uh, I got to join it. I got to join it. I got to join, <laughs> got to join a gridiron game.
4: Why you sound like you're? I just feel like it's like I'm thinking about going. I'm thinking about like again. This will happen. Have happened already. But I'm thinking about going to the NFC Championship game because it's here in LA and the Super Bowl is here in LA too. You know. But I don't know if I feel safe going by myself. Feels like I have to be a part of a gridiron game. Wait,
2: Tim I talking about Tell <laughs> Is this this a bit? Are you about to go to one of those games for real? Or are you just saying this for the bit?
4: No, I think I am going to go to one of them because I don't know if you know this, but I have money now. So, (laughs) because of that, (laughs) why you say it like that? First of
2: (laughs) all, for the record, the amount of money that Braylock is willing to spend on this, for people, I don't know if people bought tickets. I only say this because I was trying to get tickets to that game. And I'm like, the amount of money Braylock is willing to spend is upwards of, now I'm not even going to say it. But the fact that you got money now, I love when people got money. Like you and Jordan Temple both say the money jump.
4: Well, it'll be less than the plane ticket I had to go to time. I don't like that you
0: leaned into the mic when you said I got money now. Though I don't like that you, I don't like that you got your
4: proximity was. I uh, I mean, look, ever since I joined a Gridiron Gang. No, 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 damn that, nah, damn that. We focus. Don't do this. <laughs> I want everyone to peep
2: that Braylock has changed. Before it was, he had a rich wife. Now I got money.
0: Yeah. is and he and he wanted to make sure the mic hurt. He said he said he was he was here and then he said, I got money now. You know, there's a difference. <laughs> he didn't say nothing about the rich wife. He said, I got money now. I got money now.
4: <laughs> I mean, my wife is also rich, which is why by the the money that I make feels like just extra money. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anyway, I feel like this is I'm, the longest opening like of all time. I don't like any of
0: this. I'm very uncomfortable. You did this. I did this? <laughs> no, Jake. I mean, no, Braylock did. Okay.
4: I did my part. I got us to the move. Uh, you know, I feel like, I don't know, you guys decided to gridiron gang up on me. All right. Well, that sucks. <laughs> 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 Let's start the show. You know Jonathan Braylock, like James it? the Third, Ramiligan. What it. more
3: can I
4: say? You know what it is. Black men can't jump. In Black actors, man. Black actors. All, right. all, right. all right, all right, all right.
0: Welcome to Black men can't jump in Hollywood, Hollywood City. You alright, nigga? What? What did you say? I said, you I right, nigga? I don't think you said it. that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's how he says it. I think he
2: says it like, you are right, nigga? I think he says it a little bit more like... No, nah, he's like,
0: he's like, no, nah, because he's, he's like, he's like, you are right?
2: I don't think that's how he does it. <laughs> I don't think that's how he does it. Also, why is that the,
0: why is that the line? Like, Out of all the quote? it's, my favorite part of the movie. I hated that guy so much. <laughs> I hated that guy so much. <laughs> I get that Nick? That's hilarious. And that's what you move, okay. All right.
2: All right, James. All
4: right. Well, for those listening for the first time, welcome. Thank you so much for joining this incredible culture that we're building here at Black Men Can't Show in Hollywood podcast.
2: Yo, you can just tell when Braylock about to be on some shit when he just starts.
4: <laughs> See the thing is, we're we're a film review podcast. We review the films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. The voice that you're listening to right now, the voice that sounds like just a a confident cornerback, like money voice, you know, who could just cover, you know, who just slapped <laughs> down passes left the right, you know, we use real lotion like arrogance. This voice were to go out, it'd be like I don't know. We don't have any protection anymore, you know
2: his voice be like, let me speak to the
0: manager I'm about the
4: baddest That voice is Jonathan Braylock. I don't like two things that just happened.
0: One, one, I don't like how much we're continuing the the the, the, the Bray rich narrative throughout the whole. We just gonna be talking about that the whole podcast. What? That's number one. Number two, I don't like the disrespect for cocoa butter you just had. Like <laughs> you don't use you don't use cocoa butter. You use real lotion.
2: <laughs> Listen, you know what? You right, James. You are right, James. He he probably got the actual cocoa butter itself. You know, like the one where you can't, like, it's not like lotion. You got to, like, scoop it and then rub yeah, it. Yeah, you got to scoop it. You got to I mean, warm gotta, it up. Yeah, you got to warm it up and then <laughs> use it. That's what he used. You know what I'm saying? You got you to you warm that thing up and melt it. Oh, man. And then you know what, James? Anytime a friend we used to talk about being broke. Now I say they're rich. That's how you know they're rich. So I like to, I like to keep them feeling good about themselves. <laughs> when Jordan Tippett told me he rich now, I changed his name on my phone. To Rich. <laughs> I, legit, I legit changed the name on my phone. Now I'm going to change Bray name. It's going to be a cool name, too. I got to think of a Rich Bray looks like a Chauncey.
4: Uh, can you tell everybody your name? My goodness. We are 15 minutes into the podcast. <laughs> I'm not here yet.
2: I'm not here yet. Rail like a oh, Chauncey, Lord. you know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna put his name as Chauncey. You're just
0: gonna change,
4: just gonna fully change my name.
0: You change the yeah, names man. to to rich sounding names.
2: You know, you know, <laughs> rich sounding names. The super smart voices that draw Milligan,
0: bang bang. I mean, I don't know about that. And this 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 voice is James the Third, and I'm great. Uh, uh, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> I was going. I wanted to monologue too. I just, you got to hold on wait. You just said. Bray, you got to
4: monologue. No, you said this voice is James. <laughs> exactly. I was explaining what the voice, I was explaining the voice before you I said what the name was. <laughs> you monologue. You said your name. What? You just said this voice is James third. so there's no, there's, there's you no, know, it's af- over now. I
0: can't do anything after my name? No,
4: of course not. You already said this voice is James third anyway. <laughs> James, this is how
0: to rich stay rich, James. This...
2: This justify your
4: time. <laughs> Looks so the film we're reviewing today is Gridiron Gang. It's 2006 film starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Exhibit yo, exhibit.
2: You tripping my ride back in the day. Yo, exhibit
0: though. <laughs> I don't have any comments beyond ex- <laughs> saying his name, yes. but yes. yeah, <laughs> yeah I know.
4: I was waiting for you, Jade Scott Yorker and David V Thomas. Yeah, there's some other there's some other folks in here as Mom well. Mo McCray. L-, L. Scott Cal- Caldwell, she was in Lost. Wait, who was in Lost? The Rock's mom in this film. Oh, also mm-hmm. Journey was in this movie too. Journey.
0: Uh, Brandon Michael Smith is in this. Also Ghost.
2: What's Ghost's real name? Omari um, Hardwick.
4: Yes, he, he yeah.
2: Man, he's been playing a drug dealer for like 30 years, man. He still looked the same though. Good for him.
4: For him. This movie 20%. has a 42% on Rotten Tomatoes. Racism. It's got an 81% audience score. That's racism. Budget was $30 million. It made $41 million at the box office. Not great. That's so long. It is based off of a documentary, a 1993 documentary with the same name. So this is based on a true story. I didn't go see it. James didn't go see it. So he's the reason that it bombed at the box office. I'm part of it. I'm definitely part of it. And this is one of the earlier films by, by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I feel like this was obviously after Scorpion King and The Mummy Returns. I think after Walking Tall, but before some of the bigger films that he, he's obviously done now.
0: Yeah, like I think he had just done Doom and then like... Ooh, really? One or two other things. Yo, honestly,
2: God bless The Rock for having a career. Because The Rock at first had some... Back to back.
4: Well, the rundown and the rundown and walking tall were both fun to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love, I love the rundown, but did it make money? I don't know, but I loved that movie. I, I owned it. I want to say I don't have it anymore though. Also, what's so crazy? What's so crazy? If you look at The Rock in this
2: movie, which was like what almost twenty years ago, The Rock is two times the size as this rock. Like, when you look at this, Rob, you're like, oh, that's a big brother. But you look at 2022, Rob, I just saw some photo of him for, like, Black Adam, and he's like, I wanted to be bigger than the character in the comic book. Nowhere in the history of Hollywood has someone said, I want to be bigger than the character in the comic book because the proportions are fake. Like, it's fake proportions. This man was like, I want to be bigger than that. You're 50, bruh. Protect your insides. Like, this can't be healthy.
0: <laughs> I... Let me say, I... I... I do lament this version of Dwayne Johnson sometimes because like I, I I recently watched doom for the first time and just this, not even for his physique, but this period in the rocks career, he was like, he was taking risks and like, and varying the types of roles he played. And like, I don't know. It was, it was like, cool to see like it was cool to see him playing that villain in, in doom and it's cool to see him like play like this like this coach who's who's you know who has all kinds of different personal demons that he's dealing with while he's while he's also trying to usher these kids across i don't know I'm, i miss i i miss that i agree
2: i mean what should what should work so much money
0: you can't lose
2: you know what i'm saying it's almost like can you risk it that much you know what i mean like
0: I don't know, man. Bray, when you are worth so much money, what can, what kind of risks can you take? Like, what are the risks? You know what I'm saying? What can you lose? I'm <laughs> not quite
4: sure what you mean by risk.
0: <laughs> we talk about how you know.
4: I'll say this: like, you can be like, you can like show up at the airport and like not really know how much your bag weighs, and they're like, it's overweight, and you're like, okay. They're like, well, it's an extra hundred fifty dollars, you know, and you're like, whatever. What? Do you, wh- why are you? Why are you talking to me? Just just run the card. And let's go. Let's keep it moving. You know what I mean? Dang,
0: you just say just run the card with no. Wow. You don't go. <laughs> you don't need to check how much it is first or nothing like that? James, he order an extra guac, OK? He's ordering extra, extra guac. Extra guac? <laughs> Not
2: just extra guac, James. You get a guac. I get a guac. He get two guacs. That's what we talking about,
4: baby. Wow. That's my man. That's, Next time we
0: go out, bray, I want guac. That's too much guac. You actually just, you just described entirely too much guac.
4: Well, the other thing about being rich is that you just start, you become stingier, you know. That's
2: not true. That's not true. You've been stingy. No, no, you've been stingy. This money should make you not stingy. No, 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 Uh, anyway, anyway. (laughs) jinx.
3: What's up, folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earning. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck, then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoying earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm hmm. Download Earning Today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See Earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and trust member FDIC.
1: So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with when you're supposed to be working. But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl though, sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Priceline presents Go to your happy price. What's up? It's Kaylee Quocum. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I- I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy prize. Go to your happy
3: prize, Priceline.
2: Good honor. Actually, can I say mine first?
0: Yeah, honestly, we got to get into it.
2: I mean, honestly, when you think about the content in this movie, a lot happens, but there's, like, not enough that happens. But I actually really enjoyed this movie because, you know what, it felt realistic. Like, i pretty sure I've seen this before, but I didn't remember it. So, like, when it opened and the dude who I thought was the lead gets murked in, like, the first five minutes, I was like, oh, snap! Like, it was crazy. You know what I mean? And it just felt so real to me. And that main kid, what's his name? Uh, was it Jade? I thought he was so good. So I thought like there was a scene early on, you know, the, the police come and like uh, his friend's mom is there. He does something I remember people doing, which I think a lot of people do, where like he's crying, but he's, his body is so stiff and like quote unquote tough that he's crying, but he ain't trying to cry. He just can't, nothing else he can do. So he's like, oh man motherfucker like you know what i'm saying and then this like i don't know it was like something so genuine about that yeah and then just to see the rocket exhibit back at these schools i mean i just knew that um the detention center i don't know i just felt like it was so cool to see that and i was trying to think like watching this movie i knew the movie didn't do that well without even looking it up so i felt like it felt too i, I don't know it felt it, it felt like a movie at like didn't have a white savior in it. So I was like, it just felt like too many things were again like right. Some of those movies like are filmed a little brighter, you know, and it's like somehow kinda positive somehow. You know, maybe someone's like running to the bathroom and Pharrell's playing in the background, you know, maybe it's like one of those type movies. Or maybe like no, nah, let me stop
0: trashing movies. Yeah. I'll I'll go next. I I also enjoyed it. And I was I was shocked that I Enjoyed it because, I mean, I guess I, I probably say this every time we do uh, sports movies, but I don't, I don't often watch them. You know, I've, I feel like I've watched, you know, the, the bulk of my sports movies have been for this podcast, and so, and I was, was looking up, and like, I feel like the reviews were like, oh, this is a, one of those cliché sports movies. Like all of the clichés are like being are being played, and, and it feels very like manufactured so if that may be true but for me i was like i don't know all those manufactured moments worked for me and the beginning to Gerard's point did feel so real like the whole opening sequence before the before the sports team has started everything leading up to that moment feels fast and and scary at times and and grounded in just real you just kind of like feel like we're we're just like looking at these th- these people's lives before we get into like the movie of it all i was so shocked that that one kid was not the 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 lead i couldn't i couldn't believe hey i had no idea i had no idea
4: i know i didn't know either
0: i couldn't they just ran this kid But they, a car rammed him into a fence. That's how we lost this, this, this man. It was wild. And so it's always, it's, it it always feels like, you know, we're cramming a lot into that, into that span of time. But I thought that they did a good job of like keeping the seeds of things alive. And so, you know, we're sort of able to to track what the story believes is important in a way that even if it is cliche, it, again, it, it worked for me. So that's, that's, that's me.
4: You know, it's so f- it's funny. It's like, I guess it always depends on when you watch these things and what the mood you're in or whatever. But I really liked this movie. I feel like I, I feel like I feel like it's unfair to say it's cliche, one, because it's actually freaking based on a true story. I mean, some of these movies kind of really aren't, but also because it's more than just like the sports. You know what I mean? Like, it's more than just a sports team, you know, trying to win a championship game like there is heart to it. I think that like maybe with a different, maybe it's like the direction of it felt a little, you know what I mean? Like the the music and everything. I'm trying to think because like Friday Night Lights, the movie came out very close to this movie and that movie did really well and then obviously spawned the television show. But I remember watching that movie and not liking it as much as this one. But maybe that, I don't know. I feel like Gerard has a point in terms of like the Black... Just like because most of these players were black, and they made the rocks character black, and it was it was like not really a white savior kind of movie. I feel like people were like, eh, you know,
2: <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait! Time about smoke. But Melissa, you recording this right? <laughs> yeah, everybody heard Greylock what he just said. Gerard had a point. Everybody, yeah, yeah, he I- agreed with me. Y'all heard it, right? James.
4: I've agreed with you before. What?
2: Let's count it. First <laughs> one for 2022. I'm about to write this shit down. Uh, you no, know, keep going, Bray. You're saying some great stuff today.
4: Is this the first movie? Is this the first movie? <laughs> oh, no, you great. liked Encanto. it's the first movie you liked. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I, I definitely want to get into it. It, It's, it's, it's moving. There's something real. I, it's funny because, like, at the start of this movie, I didn't know how I felt about it because I was like, ah, like, they're so harsh. But then that actually becomes a plot point you know, how harsh he is and, like, how he kind of changes that. So I was like, man, this movie's really nice. <laughs> like, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm excited to talk about it. Let's do it. I mean, first of all,
2: let's
0: talk about that opening, because the opening is crazy. This shit is so wild. Because, oh, what's the actor's name? The yeah, and and that actor, I was like, oh, I've, I know you.
2: I've seen him. So I was like, oh, this makes sense that he's the lead. Michael J. Yeah, like when he opens, like, hitting the other dude, but then when The Rock, like, storms... First off, The Rock was rocking in this movie. Like, yeah, he was. just angry angry walking, yelling at people the whole time. But when he walks in that dude's um, isolation room and just starts beating him with a um, rolled-up magazine, I, like, it was so crazy because I didn't realize he was getting out and the fact that, like, he was like, I'll probably be in jail in four years and The Rock would know you'll be dead. And then the very first day he gets out, that's the thing that was hard. Yeah. He was like, my man yeah. just got out. Yeah. Like that set the tone for the movie to me. And like you saw him get hit. Like you saw that little boy get hit. And I was like, it's a damn
4: shame, man. I know. And he didn't even get... like they they it was a drive-by, so it was just like like I it seems like he was about to make the wrong choice, I guess, but like they didn't it didn't really even matter. Like those people just came down on them. Two other people died too. Yeah. So it was like three people died. Yeah, that was a crazy opening and like, yeah, really like kind of hammered home. Like, and it showed you like the rock, the and exhibit, like those characters, they really cared about these people. And they were like, what are we doing? Like, what we're doing isn't working, like yelling at kids and telling them to make a better choice without actually giving them something to look forward to and give hope to is not really doing anything. And like, so that's why he kind of goes and has this idea to form a football league in this juvenile detention center, which, you know, for like very obvious reasons is like a really hard thing to do. It's like, who are they going to play? How are you going to get funding for it? You know, all this stuff. I remember thinking, it made me think about the fact that like, I remember like kind of being younger and hearing things like prisoners get like whatever, like TV time or whatever, like activities, blah, blah. And like, the like sentiment at the time. And I kind of like agreed with it because of just how we were all brought up was like, Oh, why should they get that? Like they shouldn't get anything, you know, like, like they don't deserve it. They don't deserve this. or they don't deserve that. They don't deserve to have nice facilities. Like people being like, Oh, like, yeah, they make prison like nicer than the outside. And it's like, when you realize the actual implication of that, of like, wait a minute, living in prison is nicer than living outside of prison. That, that, means that like the the ways in which these people are living are absolutely horrendous and awful and you know subhuman standards and like but that's the reality of people's lives you know
2: and most of the time they're there because no one gave a shit in the first place like yeah it's so tough to understand people are like yeah this person did this thing this person did that thing which was like super bad and I'm like I I, I 100% understand it but I feel like people forget the scenarios in which they're brought up like to me it's hard because if you take someone who doesn't have parents that's someone who's brought up in poverty and like violence but then you take someone who like was brought up in privilege i feel like there's so many times we make an excuse of like every just being we shouldn't ruin this person's life for like this a young kid you know having their kicks so like growing up where it's like this other black kid normally like a brown kid it's this person's a hooligan, this person's a criminal, like, this person deserves to be locked away for life even though they're only 14, like, yep. happened to one of my friends, and it it, it it sucks because he, as as many bad things he did, he was probably one of the most loyal people in the world, and that's probably his downfall, or was his downfall, I and it's like, it sucks with... Right. You got kids teaching kids at a certain point, man, like, uh, I don't know, man, this, this movie was tough because it did feel real, like, even... Seeing a little white boy whose mom wasn't shit. I was like, yeah, this is this is real. Even though he made that last catch at the end, I was like, is this killing the big bad? Nah, the black dude threw it, so I'm okay with it. I had the it's so funny.
4: Wait, that's not the final play though. It was, wasn't it? Mm-hmm, no. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. No, he didn't get a touchdown. But that's why it wasn't. That is why it wasn't. I had the same thought. I was like,
0: this is we're about to see this white boy make this touchdown. <laughs>
4: Which I like. I was like, oh, snap. They, 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 And they didn't do that. I was like, oh, he gets tackled right before it. And then they have, what's his name, gets the final play.
2: In fact, the black dude runs over the privileged white boy. Now I remember in it, you right, you right. I played football, I never got any clock because I was too small. So, you know, I saw everybody else learning how to dip their shoulder from the bench. So I was like, look at y'all. Dip your shoulder! You know? <laughs> it wasn't the water boy, but I kept that bench nice and cool, man. See, I say cool, but I stood up a lot so I could cheer. You know, I wasn't sitting. Because when you sit, that means you're a bitch woman. I wasn't, nah, that wasn't me, bray. You know, I was ready at all times to get in the game. Why You know, who
0: are you trying to prove this to right now? Got it. <laughs> well,
4: well, 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 I'm just saying. So you were like, uh, you were you were on the sideline. Yeah. Kind of cheering for your team, but not playing. So like a, like a cheerleader. No, but I had pads
2: on. So I could have played, Right, they let me in. Like, if we went up we went up in points, or we were losing real bad, Right,
0: boy, I got in. So you only got in when whatever you did wouldn't affect the outcome any
4: more than what was already what is, guaranteed. What are you
0: doing? I'm just, what are y'all you're doing? the one talking about this. We're
4: trying to, we're <laughs> so trying to trying. understand your role on this yeah. team, that's all.
2: I feel like I was, a, you know, I'm not doing this with y'all. I feel, no, I'm not, no, I'm not explaining this. <laughs> y'all
0: rude as hell. I this to you uh, Anyway, so my man's from Power, Omari. Uh, what's his name? Hardwick. Hardwick. Omari Hardwick shows up to the crime scene. There are cops, not four yards away from him. I know. <laughs> the boldness. And he gives. He I was thinking about that. Gives this guy a gun and is like, "Yo, take take care of it." He doesn't even really try to hide the gun when he passes the gun off to him. Truly wild. He gave him the full rundown
4: of where to find <laughs> the dude. And then, and then another person was like, let me come with him. He was like, no. I was like, man, you ain't even giving this guy backup. No, and he just, you saw what he just went through
2: today? Jer- First off, Journey's journey to being where she is has been so crazy. Because she's been, like, in every <laughs> kind of movie. Thank you. Uh, she's been in so many movies as, like, a love interest. As like, you know, a bit
0: part here and there. And so like to see Letty finally be Letty, here for it. I couldn't believe how small her role was in this. Yeah, I couldn't either, actually. But then, but I but I realized though that I don't have that much of a semblance of, of her career because so many of her movies outside of Eve's Bayou, I didn't really see until we started the podcast, you know.
2: Oh, uh, I'll get that. Eve's Bayou, though.
0: I feel like, I think that's the only one maybe that I even saw before. And I, cause I didn't even remember when we did it. I didn't even remember this. Anyway, I was, I was like, oh wow. Yeah. She's been acting for so long. And she has like, you know, 15 lines in this movie or something. When he goes, when this kid, this is, we're still in the opening. The, the, the way that the, this opening is shot and the, the cars and everything. And the, and the way he, when he walks up to like, shoot this dude at a convenience store uh, obviously have never been anywhere close to any activity <laughs> remotely similar to any of this right but like the fact that like the fact that like omar is like it's his work you know this is this guy's work he has to do it he has to do it by himself and and he's just a boy he's he's i don't know how old is he supposed to be I don't know, but it's so crazy because
2: that, you're right, he walks into the store, he asks the owner, like, where is he? He's like, he's in the back. This dude got a whole family. And I'm like, and what sucks is that he's now fearful for his life and his family. But you gave no remorse earlier when you were chasing on this dude on the street. You know, technically they killed two people. But was
0: that him? I thought that that was like...
4: That I couldn't. I I wasn't sure if it was him or the or a brother because he was like, "This dude's there. I'll deal with him." Brother, but like, that's what
0: I thought that. Like, I thought that he was killing someone related to right. the people that that shot at them, but not someone. Yeah. you Yeah, know.
4: I think that might be right. I don't know. I couldn't fully follow that, but I. I also had the same thought. I didn't know if it was necessarily the person who did it or the person like related to him. Yeah.
2: Yeah. When he ran out of that thing, I was like, "Ooh, brother, run. It sucks because he ran out. I think this movie was good, He ran out of there to go home to just be faced with another battle at home.
4: You know what I mean? That was the yes. It's insane. It was like he has no rest. You know, it's like from all sides. And his mom, is getting abused at home by some dude who's not his dad who probably also has hit him before and his mom it you know is kind of trapped in that abusive relationship and uh he tells this guy to leave this guy kind of pushes him like pushes him down and so he winds up pulling this gun on him and the guy is like well you're not going to do anything with that and kind of goes at him and then gets shot By the way, I always, every time some person, and I know this, I'm sure it happens in real life. Every time some person tells somebody with a gun, you're not going to shoot me. Like, I feel like it happens all the time in movies and sometimes it works. But I just can't imagine like the, how little you value your own life to just risk that the person that you're talking to isn't going to shoot you. You know what I mean? to dare that person to shoot you essentially, like, you're not going to shoot me. Like, you're not going to do it. It's like, okay.
2: After all that build up, I just really pushed my
4: mom down. Her face has bruises on it. Yeah. It's like, maybe he won't be able to live with it, but he could definitely pull that trigger. <laughs>
2: like, Also, what was his sentence? Do we know? Like, is he ever getting out or is he just going to go from juvie to like adult?
4: Yeah, we don't know. and it, And it, you know, it feels like uh, in my in my mind you know it's like he could claim self-defense but the gun it's illegal to have that gun you know what i mean so it could be it could have just been like charges brought on that but the reality is he probably would have settled you know i doubt it went to court like just this, this, the harsh kind of reality of the, that thing is that he probably settled for like A lower sentence. I don't know what it would have been though. But yeah, I bet it would have been going from it feels like it should have been going from Juvie to regular prison, right? Because he would have been think so. It feels like it would have been at least five years. Like I can't imagine it being been less than that. I don't know. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I we are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast Smartless on the Road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear.
2: like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each
1: other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to SmartLess! Don't miss our new series, SmartLess on the Road, streaming
4: May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required.
1: When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day.
2: Yeah, we meet a bunch of other people. We meet like the giant Samoan who like apparently shot a Mexican and thought he was like super badass. Who picked fights with everybody in Juvie. We met like...
4: Uh, another gang. Like the guy who's in the opposite gang who's in oh, a rival yes. gang.
2: He barely talks though, right? Like he says like a couple of lines, but like...
4: David V. Thomas is the actor looks like Kelvin Owens.
0: But Mo... Mc-
2: McCray, I feel like I've seen a bunch of stuff now.
0: We just saw him in the twenty fourth. There we go. Yeah, you know And I've seen
2: him? I've seen him in. Oh, it's making didn't like that be because he was licensed. Right. That'd be, that'd be. Again, the hard part I have is like I can watch, and this may be projecting, but I can watch a white girl play like a white girl. Right. I can watch like I can watch Lady Bird a hundred times, see her play like a white girl from the suburbs and figuring shit out. But every time I feel like I see a black person play a part that's a little urban, it feels like those actors don't move on from that. And I wonder if it's because people just don't think their acting is, is as good or up to snuff or like they think it's easy, they think it's a part of them. But I see so many times I can just see a little white kid be like, oh man, I'm in the suburbs, I'm going through some shit. But anytime I see like, even if I think of a mandala, a mandala and The Hate You Give I feel like watching it, she's so good, but I feel like this girl's playing a very urban character. Do people relate to this? People, Do people understand what she's doing? Do people understand that she's actually acting? And, like, for this kid, I'm like, do people understand that this kid is acting? It's such a tough, tough thing to see, man. I feel like it happens nonstop
4: with these kids. Yeah.
2: Like he he should have had more roles after this. Like, Oh, yeah. Also, was the
4: director of this white? Phil Janelle? I, yeah, he's definitely white. hmm
2: And it's funny because when you start getting into the football stuff, it's interesting because The Rock doesn't change his tactics with these kids. Because at one point I was like, okay, maybe The Rock is going to learn something about connecting with the kids. Wait, he he does. He
4: does by the end. Oh,
2: Oh, what does he learn by the end?
4: Uh, He he learns to build them up uh, instead of tearing them down. So, like it feels like it's directly tied
0: to his relationship with his dad and he's taking, he's, he's treating them the way his dad treated him. It's the only way he knows how to coach football. It's what his, the way his dad coached him. And then, you know, essentially for, so first he realizes I'm being too hard on them. And then I feel like that, that moment when he, you know, it's later, but that moment when he's like, when Willie says, "Like, what? You know, how long did it take you to forgive your father?" <laughs> and he's like, he realizes he has still not, you know, he hasn't forgiven him. He's still ha- holding that chip on his shoulder. The reason that I liked how it was done was because, like, exactly sort of what happened with Gerard. It's like, you almost don't catch it. You know, people don't really change that drastically. You know, like people don't. This six months of this guy's life, you know, it it might be hard to to see that he's grown in that way, you know, but they, the, all of the seeds are there and like, and you know, we see how it's affecting him and we can only imagine that like with each passing year, he gets better and better at coaching the, the team. You know, um, I thought that was done really well.
4: Yeah. What we do see is like, so basically he's like super tough on them at first. Like that one dude quits pretty early on because he like, he physically like just can't, can't do it. And he kind of yells at him, like calls him a quitter, you know? And like, cause initially like, and he doesn't even let this for June. Is it junior or yeah, junior. He doesn't let him join because he's like, like, I can't trust you. You know, like he's given him too many.
2: Oh yeah. You start a fight every time I'm not looking.
4: And then everybody else, you know, he's kind of like, it's interesting. Like he, Weathers wants to quit early on too, but he doesn't let him because he like, His cousin, he was so close to his cousin. His cousin died. He feels kind of like, I think, obviously, some sense of guilt about that. Like, he could have done more, should have done more. But, you know, at first, he's, like, very harsh to them. And he and he kind of, I mean, he says, you know, a thing that I think he he stays with, right, of, like, you guys are all losers now, but, like, if you're a Mustang, you're going to be a winner. And so they're trying to get them, you know, get their confidence to be built up. But at a certain point, there is this moment where, it's like visiting hours and he sees, you know, journey kind of leave this weathers and he sees the white kid's mom, like kind of leave. And he realizes that like these kids don't have anybody, you know? Uh, and he, and he mentions that to his mom who is like dying. I, I didn't know what she was dying of. I oh, guess. Did they
0: ever say what happened or what was happening? I don't remember. I, 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 I like, I thought it was cancer, you know, like in my mind, I was just like, okay, she has cancer and she's dealing with that.
4: That's kind of what i filled it in as, as well. I I don't remember if they actually said it, but like the whole time she was like, you know, talking him up and was like, yeah, you know, do the thing that you love with these, with these boys. And he was like, yeah, like they don't have somebody like I do, like you, right? Like somebody who loves them, like who cares about them. He realized like, at a certain point, like, you know what, I can't just talk terribly to them. Like, I can't just be like, what are you doing? You're an idiot. You know, he's like, that's what everybody else is doing. And so he started to encourage them more. And we see that in in little moments throughout the film, kind of more notably at the end, when, you know, the quarterback, the black quarterback is like, I'm, I suck. And he's like, He's like, man, you're a good quarterback, you know, like, just go out there, like, believe in yourself, like, instead of being like, what are you doing? Like, Because when they first lose, that's what he's doing, right? He's like yelling at all of them. And he's like, what are you guys doing? Like, you don't care, blah, blah, all that stuff. And they get to this point where they, all of them kind of want to quit and they don't want to play anymore. And that's the thing. I feel like, you know, it's so interesting. It's so sad because this film came out in 2006. This idea has been around for way longer than that. This is supposedly a Christian nation, and uh, that cares about, you know, redemption and reconciliation and forgiveness. Who cares about that? Well, America supposed to supposedly says that they do, (laughs) (laughs) and yet we this is how we act towards. It's like it, it. It's so funny because it's like. It's twenty twenty-two. Twenty twenty-two. And we still have this same mindset of like, well, criminals are criminals and they deserve what they they got because they made a certain choice. And like because they made that choice, we're gonna treat them like less than human.
2: See, I don't even feel like it's that all the time, Bray. Right? Because if every if every criminal should be like that, we wouldn't have like these white collar jails where like people get staked. We wouldn't have, I, I wouldn't be looking at like the January six people who've gotten a couple months. Whereas like a black mom who tried to get her kid into a good school got three years. I'm like, man, it's funny because I was on the plane. I was watching this movie is technically like the Catholics versus the criminals, but I was watching this movie on Notre Dame versus the U. This famous t-shirt got made convicts versus Catholics or something like that. And it became such a big deal because it became. The sign of good and bad, whereas like you know, you went out and you know recruited a bunch of young dudes from around the way who were predominantly black and became like a really good team. Whereas like the Notre Dame had a bunch of white kids, and it was like these are the kids who wear like sweaters to work. Whereas the U, you know, they was hanging with Uncle Luke and doing what they was doing. You know what I mean? And it's just so fascinating to see that polarization of America just when it comes to sports in that that has not changed at all. Like even here you talk about the legal system, like it hasn't changed. Like I'm even, matter of fact, not only hasn't that changed, I know we're not a political podcast, but if you think about it, we're almost kind of regressing. I'm now, we are now at a point where the things that our grandparents and our parents and our ODR marched for are being taken away. I'm looking at all of those like marches that my mom has photos of trying to get the right to vote. And like all this voting shit literally be stripped away in front of my face. And I'm like, yo, bruh.
0: Okay, who had fifty five minutes in for We Are Not a Political Podcast? Who had who had that? Put place your <laughs> put your money in the pot, whoever <laughs> No, no, I'm just saying, I mean, we're not a political
2: podcast, James.
4: Yeah, this is not a political okay. podcast. I just was wondering James,
2: if- we're not a political podcast. I'm... No, 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 no. Braylock brought up something about, like, you know, America. And it made me think of something about, like, a couple right. things about America. Then I realized, oh, in America yes. currently, racist white people are trying to take away I people's see. rights to vote. That's real. I think you should just say things plainly nowadays. I feel oh. like we've, we've made it to the point of being plain. Because that's not political. That's just facts.
0: That's just, so yeah, you're just stating what's really going on in the reality. Yeah, stating okay. facts.
2: All right. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lord
2: i won't say that i think what's really cool about this is seeing the evolution of the team because i do think sports i do think sports along with like you know uh armed services actually does teach people sometimes like what it's like 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 the rock says to be on time to be yeah. a family to be a unit to be yeah. responsible but also want to be responsible for someone else and then to see the, the boys become a better team but then also to see like, like midway through the movie, the corresponding all girls, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. a cheerleading squad and see them like get
0: better with that time. Yeah, um, that was I was funny. like, oh, that's fun. Like the way Bug kept being like, that's my girl. He was so young. <laughs> Bug was so small. <laughs> what, was was, so what was young. happening? It's so funny because he's still acting.
2: I think he was in this.
0: Yes, that's Brandon Michael Smith. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 No, okay. just I mentioned his, his name earlier. Yeah, no, 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 I'm saying the yeah. cast. Wow. No, 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 brother, I feel you. Okay, I'm just saying that's Brandon Michael Smith. I'm, yeah, just, yeah. Saying I'm just saying I know his like,
4: name. We we okay. know you know his name. <laughs> Shoot! Wow, I'm just saying I know
0: who that is. Hey, hey, hey,
4: really? hey, man,
2: listen, I saw a show with him. Was it two, three weddings in a funeral or something like that?
4: Yeah, four weddings in a funeral. Yeah.
2: Feels pretty good.
4: Pretty Try good. Pretty four pretty weddings in a funeral, Brandon. Sorry, Bray. <laughs> Did you watch it? What's the full
0: name? <laughs> Leave me alone. I also I said four weddings. Also, what so is I'm it now? What's sure y'all Know that I said it correct. All right, it's thank four, you, James.
3: So. What is this?
4: You said yeah, three. I didn't
0: say it the way Bray said it. Bray said it like nah. No, I was it correct. No, I, I was, what I'm saying? but I didn't
4: say I it. I was just emphasizing what James was trying to say.
0: Did
3: anybody ask you to yes and
0: nothing. I'm just saying, he got deep in the microphone like when he was talking about how much money he had. He did the same thing
4: before. <laughs> he said, hey, it's four. I don't know what you're talking weddings. about. All I know is I have enough money for four <laughs> weddings and a funeral. Oh my
0: God.
4: Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends, DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger, for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Office Hours Live.
2: I will say one of my favorite parts was when The Rock, for some reason, puts on one of their... Football oh, was that his old high school gear? I don't know. But when he comes out in the smallest and smallest of football um, uniform and tells a dude to like um, you know dip his shoulders and knock yeah. him on his ass, this was great. I was like, this is such a cool scene. But also, I was like, this feels completely unorthodox. But I'm okay with it. It was like the Rock is massive. He's like six I five.
0: Yes. Loved this part, and I loved that they were using it to. Uh, to to show the connection between the two gangs, I li- oh listen. yeah, and
2: I love that the other guy became like, you know, he blocked for him. Yeah, him. yeah. Listen, listen. Oh, Clearly,
0: rival gangs had to fight on the like this, like this, this, uh, this team has had been in the league, or they 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 retired in twenty twelve. They don't do it anymore, but. You know, it's been a couple decades, right? Of this of this team existing, so definitely rival gangs the gang members would play together. But the way that they showed this rivalry and the conflict, and that when he when he, <laughs> when he shows up running in front of him, I was like,
4: oh, I know, I it was believe, beautiful.
0: I couldn't believe I was so mad that they got me, but it was. And he looks back, and I was like, ah. Okay. <laughs> oh, and then when he gives me that block, first off, there were if you didn't feel
2: emotion from this movie, the moment Willie inside. knocked the rock over, the moment he got that block, and you saw it was like a mean block too, and they scored. Yeah. <laughs> and they scored for the I was like, Oh my god, man, this is so
0: beautiful. Yeah. It's yeah it was incredible. It's, it's man it was incredible. <laughs> it really was incredible.
2: <laughs> uh. And there's something about like again in these movies. Like, I've seen Freedom Riders. Like, we've all seen Dangerous Minds. Like, we've seen these movies where, like, a white person has to come in and give the kids hope. But it's something about, like, for instance, that relationship wasn't something that, like, The Rock was forcing. Like, um, and remember the Titans, Denzel was like, hey, you and you, y'all gotta gotta figure this shit out. And because y'all gotta run the defense or something like that. They became partners. And it was, like, the black dude and the white dude. But for them, it was, like, these two gang members who started off really opening scenes about to hate each other, and slowly over the film, we got to see that they, like, just grow mutual respect for him. The mere fact, that, like, Willie ends up saving his life at the end from when Ghost brazenly just runs up on the field at a football game.
4: Okay, truly, what was this guy thinking? Was he, <laughs> did he think he was going to escape? Like he truly just went on the football field and killed somebody. He
0: shot directly at yeah. the cop. He shot at the cops before they got out yeah. the car. He was like, I'm. Um. Listen, we knew he was going to die because he didn't even have to shoot the cops. He even had, had an ice cream cone, they would have shot him.
2: The history is showing <laughs> us he didn't have to do nothing but be black running around. They'd be like, hey, where you going? You got on the on the tank top. You look dangerous. This is not political. I'm saying again yeah. it's not political. It's not political. But no, I will say it's since right then I love at the end of this, like you guys are right, and I didn't peep it, so thank you. I like that the the white boy does catch it, but he doesn't score the last touchdown. And I love that Willie comes through against that racist white dude who like called him the N-word he at did one call point him and the and was N-word. like fucking with him. He called him the N-word. Called him the N-word. And he hit him with the shoulder,
0: baby, knocked him on his ass, like yeah here's the thing about that from a writing standpoint, okay? I already didn't like that dude. They He didn't have to call him the N-word. I don't know if that's really happened.
4: <laughs> that's true. I, you're, I I actually completely agree, James, because he did it at the, like, like towards the very end, and I'm like, we already get that this dude is racist and sucks. You didn't yeah. have to have him say the full N-word. I feel like
0: there were things that were written in here for white people to get that. Because he was calling him boy the whole time. He called called him boy throughout the whole first game. Then he called him boy all throughout this. I was like, if he don't knock this dude on his ass, like, I, I was, and then he said it, and then I was like, now there's nothing he can do to him that would make me feel good. Like, even if he knocks him down, I'm I'm gonna want him yeah. to wail on him, yes. <laughs> you yeah. know. I'm gonna want him to ruin the game for everybody. Now, you know, but he didn't, and that's why I quoted you, I nigga, because I'm saying, <laughs>
4: yeah, <laughs> you. We missed the. Yeah, he didn't say it like that. We did miss the the halftime. He didn't. The Rock didn't give a halftime speech. He let the kids speak to themselves.
2: I love that.
4: Yeah, and he started trusting them and and believing that they that what the what they had done had worked, and he didn't need to yell at them anymore.
0: I have to shout out this actor because every time he shows up in something, I feel a connection to him, even if it's not a a real one. So when we were watching this guy, the guy who shows oh. up in his journey's dad. Oh when yeah. When my mom and I were watching Rush Hour, he's he's in Rush Hour. When my mom and I were watching Rush Hour, she was like, "Oh, I know him." I think on another podcast I've said that they went to school together. That's not it. They 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 worked together briefly, and he stopped when he when he le- he left abruptly. And she was like, "I think he went on to, to become an actor." And now he's <laughs> this guy. Is my, every time I see him, I feel like I know him, but I but I but I don't. And then I, I just fact checked it with my mom, and she was like, "It may not even be him, but I think that that's him." So. <laughs> So, so who knows? But i every time I see this guy, Dan Martin is his name. You know, so big ups to him. You know, big up Midwest so, yo, actors represent. That's so wild. Yeah. I mean,
2: you know, the movie was great, but there is one thing I think they <laughs> they needed, and I don't think they got. And, and it, I think this would have made the movie like better overall, and more people would have saw it. You know what I mean? I think like. I think, like, when they won that final game against, like, the racist Catholic people, I think I think they could have mm-hmm. had a swirl. You yeah, know what I'm saying? And yeah. by that, I mean, I think... Yeah, because I think it was perfect. I think, like, oh, the shit, whole yeah. time, we saw the, the, these white boys be racist, and I think but we sure. saw, like, the prowess that these black and brown kids had, and I think what should have happened was, I think, like, the cheerleaders from the Catholic school should have walked over to the team up with the cheerleaders from the, the detention center, and I think they all could have been... So it's all the cheerleaders,
0: all of them together.
2: Or like having a good time hanging out there, cheering for the for the for for the you know, the gridiron gang, and all of a sudden like one one cheerleader. Yeah, both cheerleaders. Wait, both? Yeah, they all cheerleaders. The like they the other are like, we don't like them dudes. We know they're racist, they've been trash, we don't rock with them, they don't even be coming to Sunday school on time. Like we don't like them dudes. So what they do is they over here <laughs> they over here, seeing they cheering the gridiron gang and all of a sudden just one. Just just one, just one of them. Just sees the quarterback and goes, "Hey man, you are a really good player. Good job." And then she like, and then she just gives <laughs> like my? the quarterback smack on the butt, and then she just walks off, and it goes back to cheering. A Cause, quarterback cause you know how, like, smack on games, the butt it's a good
0: game. You know what I saying? Yeah, yeah the, the quarterback smack on the butt. I know what he's talking about.
4: I mean, just a football player. I don't know why you why he said a quarterback smack on the butt. And also, what? how is that a swirl if she gives him a smack on the butt and says, good game? Because
2: that is still a content. Bray, get your head out of the gutter. Every swirl doesn't have to be sexual. It just has to what? be a connection sometimes, okay?
4: Yeah, no, but that was the initial... Bray, yeah, we have no, a ball 2022, that was, I don't okay. We're not out here just screen. having these
3: kids, Bray. <laughs> kids! What do you think this is,
0: euphoria? Yeah, some of them were. I mean, because it is juvie. This is a juvenile. What
2: well, do you think, this is euphoria? You think we just going to have people out here doing whatever they want?
0: I mean, they're high schoolers. Break,
2: Break. <laughs> yeah. okay. That is what's wrong with And then they're going to go on a date. And the next thing, who knows? They're, they're going to go, go on a date? A date? She come visit him. How are they going to go on a date? He's in juvie. She's going to come visit him on his next, um, you know what I'm saying, guest day.
3: Yeah, bring him some snacks yeah, next time he has a guest day.
4: And this is so, all
3: just date.
0: from watching
2: him play football? Yeah, just becomes that enamored. Be like, yo.
0: Yeah, and then they get to know each other. Yeah. Because, <laughs> cause see, because the thing that maybe – because, see, the thing is yeah. maybe you missed, because probably the first game – at the first game, maybe they locked eyes, actually, you know. They maybe locked eyes, you know, maybe they even – Maybe she even said like "good game" to him afterwards, you know. So it's like little, it built a little bit. There's a little bit of build up there,
3: little connection. Yeah, yeah, James, thank you, James. <laughs> I like, I
0: like, I like what you're saying, Gerard. I, for me, while I was watching, it, I was feeling like there, there. I really was sort of getting the feeling that like what really could have brought some life into into this one is like, it's like while they're out, you know, practicing in the, in the, in the yard and the gridiron, you know, while they're out there practicing and they're like, you know, getting their drills in and whatnot, just like right in the middle of it, a basketball comes and like lands right in the middle of it. And they're like, oh no, what are we going to do? You know, cause we're not playing basketball, we're playing football. Uh, but like, who does this ball even belong to?
4: Right. Just give it back to whoever threw it over there.
0: And then Hancock comes flying I'm in, grabs sorry, the Hancock? ball and he's like, oh, sorry. I'm at the neighboring jail because he's at the neighboring jail. You know, it's a crossover, you know, because they're at the, see, the juvie. (sighs) This is a Hancock? It's right next to the jail. Hey, man, we went back to 2014. Remember the scene in Hancock when the the ball
3: flies out? Talk that shit, James.
0: You know, and then it lands, you know, and then Hancock's like, ah, I got it. He slides over, he grabs the ball, and they're like, oh, snap. You you a superhero, you know? Because they didn't they've never seen something like that before, you know. Because they didn't do know you superheroes exist. Ever in this get uni- tired of hearing yourself do this bit? And then no, and then and then and then they're like, oh snap! We're we're playing on a on a on a game. We're playing a game, you know. It's about togetherness, you know. And then he's like, I'm a superhero, so we're gonna win all of the games. And then he, you know, helps them win, you know. <clears throat> Talk your How's he shit,
4: allowed to, I don't know why he'd be allowed to Thank you, Thank you.
0: Because right. they, well, they figured out, like, oh, if Hancock can really fly all the way over there, he's going to serve his sentence anywhere he wants. Yeah, you know. but
4: he's not in juvie. So, no, but they put yeah, him yeah, in a juvie, sense. though. They put him in a juvie. Yeah, he's actually, like, 3,000 years old. So. Well,
0: I mean, the, the, the ladies from the ladies' correctional facility came over and did the cheerleading, so I think that Hancock can come in and play... And, and and be on their team.
4: Yeah, that doesn't track. All right, so it's time for the cause. <laughs> we rate and review films not based on how much we like them, but whether or not it helps the cause of more leading Black actors in Hollywood. Uh, if we feel like a film fully supports the cause, we give it a Black fist. If we feel like the film somewhat helps the cause, we give it a white palm. If you feel like it didn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. That's how we do our ratings. On the count of three, we're going to lift up our ratings for. Why uh, was that so
0: aggressive? Who were you
4: yelling Great at, just Iron now? Gang? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, honestly, they know who. All right, so here we go on the count of three. Here we go. One, two, three. J- James, your video. James, your video frozen. You froze, James. What'd you give it? Damn, I gave it two black fists. Oh, so, nice! So, uh, so, Jerron James gave it a fist. I gave it a palm. Two black fists, one palm. That's that feels right.
0: That makes sense. Why do you give it a palm? No, right? I'm well, upset. Here's the
4: thing. No, I'm mad. James is upset, and I'm I get upset. that. And I really like this movie. But remember, it's not based on how much we like the movie, but how this would help the cause. I'm changing the cause. This film didn't. <laughs> this film didn't do that well commercially. I feel like not a lot of people saw it. I feel like the rock star was rising, it didn't necessarily rise because of this. I feel like a lot of these other actors didn't really get much of a chance. Now, Journey, of course, is doing great, but I don't think this had much to do with that. And I feel like because people look at these types of movies like as like, oh, yeah, you're just, you're you know, yeah, you get to play the delinquent black criminal who like, somebody helps, you know, but you'll, you'll be in that movie, but that's about it. You get one and then you're done. We don't need you anymore. I just feel like it's hard, but I didn't want to give it a nothing. Cause obviously it, I feel like it, it, it helps, but I don't know. I just feel like it didn't just somewhat helps.
2: I mean, I think you're, I gave it a fist. I think you're probably right. I don't think it helped, but I think I gave it a fist because it was just nice seeing all these black and Brown kids on here and telling a story that like, I, there were, there were like a few times during this movie and I legit got emotional and I was like, this is cool. Like, I know it didn't do well. This is cool, but also like society is stacked against these kids, like in the, in real, in, in, in the real world and then also in the movie world. It's like it, it, everything was stacked against them. Like, maybe now people could, like, with the rock status, people will go back and see that movie when it came out, but like without like, you know, a Kevin Costner being like, let them kids play football. Like, you know, I I don't know. Or like, maybe like you need a Kevin Costner to play like the, the coach of the Catholic school. And at the end of the game, be like, (laughs) right. Like when the black kids win, I don't know what you needed, but I feel like you need that kind of thing for these movies. But I mean, you're probably right, Bray. I just, I just felt like I had to give it a fist because no one else in America, I feel like, America didn't give this movie a fist, and it could've. You know what I mean? It should've got it, it didn't get it, and I'm mad.
0: Yes, we have that element in there of whether or not the movie made money, right? Because if the movie didn't make money, that means people didn't see it, which then means the movie doesn't propel more leading Black actors, right? But, like... There's so many Black people in this movie. They're like all like, and young Black people in this movie. And it's just like, I mean, I don't know. I don't like, like, I don't like, I don't like when, I don't like the cause no more. I'll say it. I don't like the cause. Co- I think I've actually said this a few times. <laughs> I, I know, but it's because, because I, I understand Bray giving this a poem by by you know by what the rules of the of the cause are you know but it's like you make this movie cuz you're like yeah like this bunch of gives a bunch of black people some roles we even made the main character a black dude and we got and we hired a black woman to play this real figures mom. like they
3: it's that like, is that's real. It,
4: you yeah.
2: Know? All right. Yeah, well, that's that's real. That's, true. that's real. That's real.
4: Yeah. For those of you, who, I don't think we said that. For those of you who don't know, the real, the character that Dwayne the Rock Johnson plays is actually white in real life. So they they made him black for the movie. I
0: gave it to. I gave it to though. Y'all couldn't see because my video was off. But I gave it to. Which is why this movie
4: gets two fists, and one one palm. So, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> This is a mess.
0: <laughs> I don't like brain. Thank Manny. so much for listening like- <laughs> to uh, our
4: podcast.
0: Uh, There's just a way he'd be talking well, <laughs> now. <I don't> know.
4: <laughs> you can follow us at Blackman Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram, blackmanpodcast.com. is our website. you got links to merch. we got links to the defunct Patreon. No new episodes, but if you listen, we have one year's worth of episodes and one year only. <laughs> but if, if 200 people tweet at me,
0: we'll do... Uh, <laughs> Uh, so you can sign up for that literally not a single person oh wait that, that episode hasn't come out but has that episode come out yet The episode hasn't come out yet I don't think if 200 <laughs> people tweet at me then then I'll try to get everybody to do <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Jeez, what, are you doing? what are you doing are you
2: pitching so to sad. do this or this not this is
4: so sad this is, this is six years worth of a podcast uh, ending right here <laughs> Uh, if you rate and review us and give us five stars on iTunes, we'll yeah, read your yes. review on the air. This review is by jdub uh, 918 and it says, but for real, I'm a white passing dude who grew up getting the free health care for natives because my great, great, great grandpa was the chief of the tribe. I'm not going to pretend I understand the struggle, but I can empathize. That being said, it's a whole different experience, and I appreciate y'all opening my eyes to the black experience in Hollywood. I love listening to you. I miss James the Third Intros. He he told me to say it in a deep voice. What? When he said, and I'm oh. James the Third. But for real, the whole reason I am writing this is to ask, why does Bray always shoot down your own Patreon? There's not future episodes. Ever. It seems. Fine, but even discouraging people to grab those episodes? Do y'all not get any money from us joining at this point? Seems weird. Well, thanks anyway. Man, you know what, JW? You're right. You are absolutely right. It is. It is the part of me that feels guilty, you know, for now having money, for shooting this down. But we do still get money. It does help us out. It helps us keep doing the podcast. So oh, you know my what? goodness. It
0: actually... It really... It really does help us out. Thank you. It
4: really does. And so thank you so much for everybody who's doing it. And you know what? We have a years worth of episodes on Patreon. Hey. There you go. And remember and remember
2: all three of us aren't rich. Only one. So the other yeah, two only one of us is rich.
4: <laughs> and remember this too. I'm not actually rich. I just have money right no, no. now. And the fact of the matter is no, that no. money could run out when I'm spending it like a bad man. So I'm just kidding, I'm not spending it like a madman. Uh I know. I gotta invest though. I'm not investing. I'm not I'm not doing the white person thing of, you know, putting my money in a bunch of stocks. I gotta do that, even though I hate the stock market.
0: This is an acting exercise, actually. It's crazy how Bray was like, we have a year's worth of episodes. And then all all the, the guy had to say was like, don't discourage it anymore. And Bray said, we have a year's worth. It was like just the, it, he said the same, he said the same words, but was with different inflection, different intention. That boy can act. It's amazing. That boy can act. Thank you. That boy can act. Uh,
4: now, she hasn't listened to this podcast since 2014. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is a year before the podcast Remember started. when I could say, uh, no. I
0: said that Kat and I, I got an engagement ring for Kat on the air. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> She never learned oh, yeah, that that happened because
4: she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, next week, what are we reviewing? Are we are we said we were going to do respect that we didn't? That's okay. We used to be good at this.
2: I mean, honestly, if if I mean, you guys should check if if scream. Oh like a drive
0: yes, through. yes, I will drive try. I think you I think All right, scream if it's out of drive. Drive. I think y'all should see.
4: It is that. It is that I drive in. It is that I drive. Cool. Go
2: to Tiki. Okay. All cool. Tiki always has. It. They have better movies.
4: All right. Well.
1: All right, y'all. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production, produced by Melissa D. Montz, executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Silio, and Alex Ramsey.
0: What's up, Blackman Jump Comic Book fans? James II here to talk to you about my comic series Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and the Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to rule of 3ink.com or follow me at RuleOfThreeInc Three Inc. on IG for more details. Donate today!